when you're 3D printing guns and talking about trans rights, there's a whole fucking cornucopia of people that would like you to die. Uh, literally you know, if they literally. if they don't want to kill you they at least will say wouldn't it be easier if this guy just died yeah, yeah. here's I his had, information i had a horde of like i said nazis in my mentions at the same time in congruent tweets of a horde of blue wave resistors in my mentions all of which were very mad at me for existing yeah <laughs> so i i mean i think it's an accomplishment <laughs> Hey everybody and welcome to the A Better Way to A podcast. We <laughs> Is that part All of the right. intro? So if he doesn't it's nail not... it on the first try, we're going to be here for like 15 fucking minutes. Fucking Christ. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the A Better Way to a podcast. We are your hosts, Andrew and Jordan, and tonight we are here with Yeezy Prince. Hey, what's up? I was expecting a, like a SmackDown WWE intro. Uh, no, this will do, though. <laughs> yeah. No, it's <laughs> not in the budget. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. Like entrance. an entry, yeah, fireworks and stuff. Yeah. Oh man, we should really incorporate that into the intro. That would be uh, that would be super climactic we only had enough money for the theme song yeah Ooh, that could be we, we actually just recently tried getting it uh like a revamp done um mm-hmm. and the guy this is just clearly us thinking like we were too big for our britches for uh, or not thinking thinking we were bigger than we were or whatever is the, the price that this guy came back at us with for for what we wanted for like was professional sick. music it was totally worth it but not Anywhere near what we are comfortable spending on a uh, on a thirty second song, <laughs> yeah. but uh, one day when we make it big. Anyway, Yeezy, thank you so much for coming on the show. We have uh, I've followed you for a while on Twitter, and I think a little bit after the fact on Instagram. But you've done a ton in the three D printing community. You are also, I think, notorious for your defend trans kids shirt. Um, is it defend trans kids or trans folks? I forget. It says protect trans kids, and yes. it is from Transfigure Print Company, which is a queer-run uh, print shop in Grand Rapids. I stand these folks so much; they're awesome. Uh, the the shirt is in my profile picture. I'm sure we'll link my Instagram in there so you guys can all see it. I would link my Twitter, but I have been escorted <laughs> off of Twitter. Um, escorted. But- <laughs> politely shown to they the had, door. Yeah, they gave but. you like 20 minutes to get all your shit. <laughs> oh, no, they just, they just threw me out. Like getting caught uh. trying to dip your finger into the cheese fondue fountain at a Cracker <laughs> Barrel. Sir, yes, you need to exactly. leave. exactly. But yeah, so well, my profile picture is, you know, that shirt, and then I'm holding my AK, and I'm wearing a mask and my pit vipers, and it is a massive trigger for basically three quarters oh, of the yeah. political compass. Um, Absolutely at this point, iconic. <laughs> at this point, I figured out it's been seen by millions of people at this point, just by how many interactions I've gotten on it. Um, well, especially with the new wave of like, you know, the fear of the militant trans. Yeah, that's what uh, Mr. Andy said the, the to me. The militant trans. Um, Andy, and, Andy you, Nago. I, oh, yep. God. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I'm, I just I'm not going to do him the justice of get, pronouncing his last name correctly. I'm just going to call him Andy. And he actually called me a far-left militant trans extremist or something. 
That's I'm a lot of adjectives. I'm fairly certain he stalks my, my tweets because he posts some screenshots of other stuff that I post too, but he doesn't follow me, but or didn't follow me, but um, yeah, he definitely seen it, and you know, it, it's it's been crazy. I've just gotten so much hate over it, but you know what? I'm still here, and I'm still doing me, so. Man, I wish somebody would shoulder. call me a trans extremist. It was pretty cool. <laughs> what an <laughs> I honor. Was, I felt very seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like that meme. Uh, you all really gonna die for some trans kids? Someone is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The person that made that meme, I'm actually uh, pretty close with. I talk to them pretty often. They're an really designer. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you you tell them we like that meme. I'm love imagining that, I that they people. are listening to this podcast, or they will. Oh, fantastic! Beautiful. I didn't know people actually made memes. I thought they just came out of the ether. It's <laughs> just organically grown. From yeah, the, you never from hear like, oh yeah, I uh, I authored that meme. Like nobody has oh. that in their bio, like creator of this meme. No, no, no. But... yeah. You ever see somebody say like OC? Stands for original yeah. content. I know what it yeah. stands yeah, for, that's, Andrew. Yeah, that's what they mean. They made that meme. I didn't they download the is... internet yesterday. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Maybe after this you could tell me how to get the Google. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. <laughs> yes, I remember that one. Tell that me, 3D moment. printer man, can you 3D print a pizza? Can you 3D print me some love from my grandson? Oh, God. I get a lot of people asking me if I can print them guns, actually. Like, a lot of people. How well, many but, of them do you think you are know, feds? You know, the thing about that, it, it's hard to say, because I certainly imagine a lot of them are actual federal agents, but I, it's really hard, because I think a lot of them are just ignorant, and they just don't know what they're asking is literally a felony. So... Yeah. Since they are just openly like broadcasting, like, will you commit a felony for me? They might as well work for the federal government. Therefore, they are feds. Yeah. And, you know, even if it wasn't a felony, even if it was like completely like legal to like print guns and and give them to people or print guns at request uh, or even sell your printing guns. Yeah. uh, Doesn't that kind of run contrary to the whole ethos of 3D printing guns? I think so. I mean, absolutely I do. Because, I mean, look, for the cost of you know me building and shipping a Glock in this hypothetical world where it's legal, um, you can buy a 3D printer and pump out Glock frames left and right all day long for cheaper than what it would cost for me to build it. I mean, it's and you learn so much more about it. I understand, you know, building guns from scratch is certainly not for everybody, but it's definitely viable. I mean, if you're you know specifically interested, the resources are out there. I mean... Just takes a little bit of patience and time, and you can you can figure it out. Fucking sick, yeah. And that's something I I constantly see like uh, Control Pew harp on, like kind of giving people shit for for just asking, like, hey, how do I get started? Because he has he or they I don't know who runs it. Um, yeah, he does. But uh, yeah, have they, he has so many um so much information out there guiding people like literally yeah. step by step so when people ask like hey how do i print a gun he's like come with me you idiot yeah <laughs> he's so like, i've worked so hard yeah you don't have to ask me this question the default like community response or at least what what i try to, to cultivate is actually control pew he's, he's a good buddy of mine he um has the complete getting started guide to printing guns on his site it's a little outdated at this point. Um, once I have a little bit more time, hopefully in a couple of weeks, I'm going to sit down and start to work on updating it for 2023. Uh, but it is literally a guide that basically says 
printing guns for one-on-one dummies, basically. It's, you know, what printers to look at, what tools you might want to consider picking up, um, you know, other upgrades to your printer you might want. He's got a bunch of YouTube videos on it as well, which I'm shocked they haven't taken down yet. Um, that's what I'm trying to cultivate, or was trying to cultivate, is instead of, you know, when you get messages of people asking, like, how do I get started? And you just say, get lost, you fucking noob you point them in that direction. We've actually made a lot of propaganda for that. Like, like we made those memes, those OC that basically say, come with me, my child, let me teach you how to do it. So uh, oh, the community awesome. is very open. It's one of the literally, it's probably the least gatekeeping community I've ever been a part of because at its foundation, that. it's all about the democratization of small arms. It's all about sharing that knowledge with other people. It's, it's literally, this is what I've learned. I'm making this into a package for you to download so you can now, I'm downloading my knowledge into you. That's it's, that's the foundation of this community. I, I love that about this so much. Yeah. That's awesome. So does that make the community like fundamentally anti-authoritarian? I would think so. <laughs> I think you'll yeah. find other people might disagree. Um, a lot of the people like for uh, Control Pew, for instance, he is almost entirely apolitical. Like to them, it's just, Printing guns. They are Second Amendment absolutists. They're even probably a step above that. And they believe the same as I do that your right to arm yourself does not come from a piece of paper. It's innate and it's a human right. Um, so, you know, there's yeah, certainly yeah. some that lean, you know, right wing authoritarian, right? It's American gun culture. Of course, you're going to have that. Um, but I think most of us are really just, you know, pro arming yourself at all costs because that is your you know god-given right you know for lack of a better word that is your innate human right to do that yeah whether it comes from god or it comes from your nature as a sapient being you know yes it's the same it's the same idea you know from whatever source but but it's that you know it's not it's not the law that tells you you can do it like you can do it whether or not the government agrees with you or not that's exactly why we do what we do right we are literally making it so that it is possible if you want to, and if you decide, you know what, I wanted to print a gun. We're making it possible so that you, no matter where you are, you have the knowledge and the resources to produce one at home. Um, with a lot of times with parts that are not regulated, like for instance, the FGC nine is made entirely out of unregulated parts. Right. So at that point, it really just comes down to your own determination and your own time. Right. Um, but that really is at the core of everything that we do is enabling anyone to print a gun uh, once they've made that decision for themselves. That is so cool, man. I, I'm just like, you know, I, I try to think of there's probably a ton of parallels between this and other communities that that I'm at a loss for right now, because it's, you know, you, you get into things like this and you kind of. Uh, I'll give you an example. Like I, I'm big in the motorcycles. Uh, yeah. Less since I've started a better way to a just for time reasons. But like in the same sense, you know, you've got a completely like the political spectrum of motorcycle riders is probably the same for gun owners. You've got a ton of like the right wing, like fuddy Harley yeah. bagger riders that are like, you know, if I don't have uh, if you know if it's not above seventy degrees and. I don't have my radio. I'm not going to go out riding. And they're the ones who, mm -hmm. you know, scream at people like myself and my friends who are doing like burnouts and porter potties and camp, camp uh, yes. grounds and stuff like that. Um, but like there is, 
also like an acceptance to, you know, if you see somebody trying to get into riding a bike, riding a motorcycle, both of those groups are going to be like, oh, sick. Like, I'm glad you're here kind of thing. And it seems like the 3D printing community, once you, and you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but like, I feel like there's a little bit more of an acceptance. Like once, once you're getting into it and you meet somebody else who's into 3D printing, you know, I think politics, it seems kind of takes the, um, like a step aside, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, don't get me wrong. There's, there's certainly still that, that right wing authoritarian, you know, fascist weave through that. Right. It, like I said earlier, it is American gun culture still, yeah. um, which is, I, you know, a better way to a, you're, we're well aware that that is a problem that we're, we're working on. Right. But, you know, it's, there's so many more like trans folk that are printing guns. I never, never thought in a million years I would see so many queer folk and trans folk actually printing guns and getting involved within the community. Um, politics is kind of a part of it. You know, like for instance, the pistol brace ban is, is a big thing right now, right? Um, forced reset triggers are a big thing right now. It's kind of intrinsic with the gun world, especially, you know, with mass shootings and right. It's kind of hard to avoid that. But the first and foremost, it, the, the main ethos is, how do we enable people, no matter where they are in the world, to arm themselves uh, discreetly and effectively it, as best as we can? How, how, how do we do that? And then the, basically every package that's out there, like for instance, the FGC-9, um, I'll, I'll keep referencing a few times because it is groundbreaking. Um, that basically is, one of, is a truly formidable gun that anyone can print. They're printing it in Myanmar right now in the rainforest, yeah. right? In the rainforest, they are fighting back against a, a dictator with 3D printed guns, with barrels that they made at home in their bathtub, right? And they're doing really well in a lot in a lot of respects, winning that war. Um, yeah, that's essentially what, what we're doing. Politics certainly is part of it, but it's definitely taking a backseat in a lot of respects too. But do you ever do you ever feel uncomfortable? Um having to defend a position about gun rights that lines up with people that lines up with a position that people that you fundamentally disagree with on almost everything else, uh, also agree with. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's actually a fantastic question. It's something that I, I do think about a lot. And, and the thing about it is right. Like the, the right wing, you know, Nazis, they already have guns and they're not going to get rid of them. So that's kind of how I look at it is, you know, we don't live in a world where people are going to be disarmed. It's just not going to happen. There's too many guns out there. And as much as I would like to just everyone get rid of their guns and, and put them all away, it, it just can't happen. So with that constantly in the back of my mindset, you know, while I know that, you know, enabling everyone to, to print guns, you know, there's always going to be someone that is going to misuse it. Right. Like for instance, a mass shooting, um, the same is true with just about everything else, right? Like the splitting of the atom, you know, created, you know, Nagasaki and Hiroshima, right? Uh, as technology advances, there's always these things that, that come up that people misuse it or use it for mass violence. And that's just a side effect of technology advancing. Uh, that's what Jay Stark said really well in Plastic Defense with Jake Hanrahan is basically, you know, we care more about the technology first and the things that people misuse it for is, is basically just a side effect, an unintended consequence of that. Well, we see that right now with the advancement of AI. One of the biggest yep. concerns that people have is that, you know, 
they're they're trying to uh, put restrictions on it for governments and for things like that, and they're they're essentially just crossing their fingers and hoping that private companies are going to play nice. But that is one of the things that you see come up constantly is like, okay, this is going to be uh, abs- the astronomical uh, advances in in technology from this uh, are going to greatly benefit society and and the world. But as a result, you're also going to have people doing nefarious things with them, you know, like posting pictures of of uh, Biden as as uh, um, what's her name? Oh, my God. Bud Light. <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah, they made a they made a Biden Dylan Mulvaney crossover. And I was like, what what in God's name is that? Like, we have gone too far. This is this is humanity needs to turn back. But I was like, this is this is exactly what I'm saying is, you know, you're going to have all these amazing things that AI can do, all these amazing things you can do as a result of 3D printing. You, you said it your, your, yourself. Um, sorry, Andrew's drinking and I'm getting secondhand drunk, it seems like. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not drinking. I have drunk. <laughs> I have completed my drinking. You have you have people in Myanmar fighting against this authoritarian junta. I think I said that right. Um, I say junta. Junta. Is that wrong? Either way. And you also will inevitably have people doing bad things. Yeah. But that's just the way it is. It's better to have the technology and have have that advancement and deal with the consequences than be restricted in the first place. I couldn't agree with you more. And especially, you know, the thing about it is this technology has enabled me to design like the glong, right? So, I mean, without yes. this technology, you know, how, how would you be able to smoke weed out of your decorative, you know, Glock basically. Right. So God has turned his back on humanity. <laughs> uh, I don't know. No, that's man. amazing. I think that's truly beautiful. That God loves us and wants us to be happy. <laughs> that was the, the best 20 minutes I ever spent in CAD. And I never, intended for that to get the reach that it did <laughs> wait did you design that yeah i, I designed the glong what yes yes i did why did <laughs> i not know he you don't know it because i didn't do my pre-show research is why oh how, wait no <laughs> that's my responsibility too i just as somebody who follows dude i want i look at all your stuff how did but i've seen you know what it is i think i've seen the glong in so many places now that i just kind of like i don't know who did, who makes a meme Bro, don't be embarrassed it's fine the glong was like the meme gun it had no creator. It was I just... actually won Meme Gun Award of 2022 for the Glong. So fucking sick, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, this is absolutely blowing my mind. That I, when I first saw that, the, the first time I saw it, I think was on your Twitter before you got banned, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> okay, um, listeners. So we're looking at a flag on his wall with the Glong on it, and it, it says, says "Become ungovernable." Up. That's right. With my oh logo my it. Yeah. god um dude that is absolutely magnificent i'm glad that you guys like it so the reason why i designed it in the first place right is you know to talk about or bring attention to basically how you're not allowed to own guns or complete a 4473 if you are quote an unlawful drug user right uh i wrote a whole great big thing on that basically in the package but i i just it's so disgusting to me that like so many people live in a, a state where you can legally just walk into a store, buy marijuana it, it, that people have smoked for literally millennia, right? But the government says 
that drug, marijuana, is more dangerous than Dilaudid and fentanyl and, you know, basically crack. They're saying marijuana is more dangerous than crack. And as a result of it being a, a drug, you cannot now own a gun, even though in a lot of respects, it's medicine to a lot of people. I mean, for sure. you know, native, yeah, for native sure. people used it as medicine, right? Um, but you cannot do that. And then essentially when you look at, you know, you know, black people, you know, Latin people, essentially everyone that's been marginalized gets arrested at much higher rates for marijuana ownership. The result of that is the continued, you know, disarming of, you know, minority and, you know, traditionally disenfranchised communities. And it all just comes yeah. back to that's basically all gun control is. I wrote a whole thing on it in the Guang. It's on my, you know, Odyssey, if you guys would like to go check that out. Um, but that's really why I designed it. Um, and PSR in his long video, he I, he did an excellent, excellent job diving into that that concept. Um, I highly recommend you check it out, PSR on YouTube. He made a fantastic video and music video on the Guang, if you're not familiar. Well, because he only makes bangers. He does. Yeah. He only makes bangers. I worked with him a little bit when he was making that. You know, he was we were going back and forth, and I helped make sure he got it printed all correctly and whatnot. So. Uh, it's an excellent video for for those that are unfamiliar with the glong. I don't even think we've said what it is yet. The glong is a 3D printed <laughs> Glock 17 um, with a functioning water pipe. Uh, the water pipe is intended for you to put in a glass bowl, right? And you could smoke tobacco uh, out of it. Um, it says the glong on the side with a marijuana leaf. It's meant to be a statement piece, first and foremost. You definitely do not smoke marijuana or any other drugs out of it. Um, no, none of, none of not, us smoke marijuana for sure. Because you would be an unlawful drug user and you'd be Correct. ineligible to own a firearm at that point if you did. Uh, it, there's some court cases going on where that's now potentially deemed unconstitutional. We'll have to wait and see how that goes. Um, but that's the glong. It's basically a, a glock that is also a bong, as PSR said. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, love that it. is. I love that shit. If that's not <laughs> the epitome of innovation in the 21st century, I don't know what is. And it's 3D printed, so you can make it at home uh, whenever you want. So yeah, I don't smoke because I got asthma. But you know, if I could get a if I could get a Glock that has a little pouch for for some edibles in it, that would be that would be pretty fucking sweet. Why don't you get a glong that in, like that shoots out butyrol. What about <laughs> a breathing treatment? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like a little right. nebulizer. Well, no, every time you pull the triggers, <sighs> it just it, you, you flip a switch, it starts going, <laughs> and you just as you're shoot as you're shooting it, it's yeah. just creating the vapor. The cool thing about this community, right, is I with the glong, I've published the CAD files with the glong. So if you wanted to, you could actually go into CAD and design that yourself. And then 3D print uh, Glong that's also in a butyrol treatment machine. Can you print guns in Andrew? Uh, in Andrew, I'm reading your fucking name. Can you print <laughs> guns in Texas? Do not print guns in Andrew. That would be uncomfortable. Um, can you print Says guns you. in Texas? <laughs> yeah, you can print guns in Texas. You can do anything. All right. Somebody you needs to make can. you an albuterol uh, uh, Glong. That would, be, that would be amazing. Texas uh, has historically weird laws about carrying guns but as far as ownership goes it's 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 pretty pro, pretty pro gun texas is weird right because you have that that conservative you know everyone when you think of texas you think of that's america right you you think of that that hard-hitting right-wing conservativeness but there's also cities like austin which is like a liberal millennial playground and you get kind of some right. of that 
that liberal Democrat vibe in there too. It's it's their gun laws are a little different, uh, kind of like well, how Florida I, I is would, too. I would say, and we've talked about this on the po- podcast further. If you want to understand the the weird, out of place gun control in Texas, you just have to go back a little further uh, to the to the Reconstruction era. And and there's been much hemming and hawing about this, and a lot of Texans don't want to believe that this is the case. But the reality is that you know. Um, as, as we've said before, since all gun control is racist, uh, you can start to understand that, um, after slavery was abolished, they didn't want people carrying handguns because it was shotguns and rifles that lynch mobs were rolling around with. Imagine that. Yeah. It's, it's wild that you, uh, you know, we talk about these states that have, have strange gun laws while being like unusually accepting in other areas and i and i i feel like it's kind of similar to connecticut whereas you know we've got all these sweeping gun laws passing right now or or at least being voted on that will probably get passed uh under the guise of protecting our lower income communities um when they don't actually want to do anything that will help these communities yeah, and who's going to be going to jail for violating these these uh, these laws? It's not exactly. the rich white people. It's, it's, it's going not going to be your rich people. Absolutely, it's you, wild. one of the one of the fantastic. Here's a fantastic story of a three D printed gun. I had so, someone approach me um, who was a, a trans person, right? And she had she lived in Section Eight housing, and she had two kids. And because she had access to a three D printed or three D printer, uh, she was not legally or not legal she was not allowed to own a gun in section 8 housing you know we can get into you know is that even legal to say you can't do that in government housing um you know but since she's you know low income not able to to fight that in court right so she just had to kind of live with it but since she had access to a 3d printer she was able to you know save up and get a kit for a high point which you know not the best gun in the world right but it's certainly better than nothing you know especially as you know single mom and she was able to produce a 3D printed high point and she can now effectively, you know, arm herself and, you know, protect her livelihood and her kids because she had access to a 3D printer. Yeah. And the thing I like most about that, right, is because she was able to do that on a 3D printer, that gun is not serialized. So there's no record of her ever owning that gun in the first yeah. place. Right. Yeah, so she's sure. not going to come up on any lists or anything like that. Um, so yeah. 3D printed guns is a fantastic way to arm yourself discreetly, um, especially for like, you know, I, I think of, you know, the, the trans person who lives in a state like Florida, right, who, you know, they're actively trying to put trans people on lists. And you're thinking of how do I protect myself and my livelihood? Uh, I think they should definitely be at least looking into the concept of 3D printed guns and exploring that world a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think uh, we, we get kind of caught up in the Instagram gun culture, but, uh, you know, it's easy to forget that not everyone can afford Gucci. Gu- I can't afford Gucci guns, you know, Absolutely. And, and the essential core of 3D printing and of, you know, gun rights in general are to give anyone who needs to defend themselves or wants to or not even to defend themselves, anyone who wants to possess a firearm. But for the people who want to defend themselves having a firearm is better than not having a firearm. And if a high point 3d printed is all you can afford, then you are significantly better off than the person who doesn't have one. Absolutely. The nine millimeter bullet does not care what gun it's coming out of. It's still no. going 1300 feet per second. It's still carrying X amount of muzzle energy, right? I mean, 
It doesn't matter if the gun's pink with anime titties on the side of it. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's made of pop metal like a high point. It's still going to go bang, and it's still going to hurt if you get shot. Absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned Florida, but I went into a gun store in my neighborhood in Connecticut not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago, a brand new gun store that just opened up. And I was super pumped to go inside and hand out my cards and introduce myself. And just having conversation with the guy for, I don't know, 20 minutes was all it took for him to say, uh, well, you know, I don't think I would sell a gun to somebody who didn't know if they were a boy or a girl, because that just proves that they're mentally unstable and I shouldn't <laughs> sell them a gun. And that's like, you know, and it, it that's that you can have someone who's trans living in a blue state and still have an experience like that. And now that person may not be comfortable. And, he, and I'm sorry if this is turning anybody who is trans or or just uncomfortable going into a gun store where you live who's listening now at all. But um, sorry, I butchered that sentence, but you, you can live in a blue state. And, and be part of a marginalized community and still have a negative experience at a gun store. And I right. think 3D printing a gun is a reasonable alternative for somebody like that who just doesn't want to go into a gun store because they don't want to have to deal with the bullshit. You know, and, I mean... And that's part of the problem with, with gun culture at large uh, uh, being so tightly controlled by, like, you know, like conserva socially conservative right-wing people. You know, is that uh, even like you said, even in that blue state, um, you know, you, you walk into a, a gun store and you're in another fucking country. Uh, yeah. So so like in that sense, yeah, like you said, 3D printing is an end run around having to deal with the people that like want you fucking dead. You imagine that like you got shitty customer service. So I'm going to make my own customer service. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, you know, for instance, one time I went into a, a gun store and within five minutes, the gentleman that was selling me an AR-15 lower receiver uh, had told me that, told me a story about somewhere they were dipping bullets in pig blood to shoot, you know, people in like Afghanistan. I was like, okay. Fucking. And then, and then not only that, I had to sit there for, you know, 20 minutes while he called the FBI to do my background check just for a lower receiver. It's not a stripped lower receiver, not even a real gun. Whereas now I'm at home, I can produce a Glock frame in 16 hours, right? On my printer, I can print it in whatever color I want. I can print a Glock frame that fits my hand better than any factory Glock um, that is stippled in a crazy color scheme that, for instance, has a functioning water pipe on it, right? But also <laughs> has, you know, like a, a retracting brace on there that has a, a magazine carrier extra on there, right? And I can do that all... At home, you know, I don't even have to put on pants if I don't want to, although I would suggest it. And I don't have to listen to <laughs> racist caricatures. I don't have to sit and call the FBI to do that. I can just take everything into my own hands and uh, seize the means of production if I want to be a true leftist here. But uh, that's yeah. that's really why I love it, right, is, 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 is taking matters into your own hands. Sick. Yeah, that is absolutely phenomenal, man. I, I really um, – for somebody who knows – jack shit about 3d printing like uh control pew came out with their they posted something today saying that they had a um like a wholesale deal on um uh the ender 5 and another one and i just i want to get into it but right now it's it's mainly about space like i have no fucking idea where i'm gonna put this thing 
Um, <laughs> but but it's like as somebody who doesn't know at all, I feel perfectly confident that if I were to just buy a 3D printer, I could figure it out. You know, not just figure yeah. it out. I, there's plenty of resources out there to walk me through it. Yeah, right. You you could learn about it. Yeah, there it's not like. Is. I got a vacuum and I know, I know how a vacuum works. So I'm going to figure it out. This, I would end up doing something really stupid with a 3d printer if I just didn't read any directions, but there absolutely is. Right. So, you know, we are printing guns, of course. Right. So there's always some intrinsic danger with anything related to, to firearms, you know, especially, you know, if we're not comfortable handing them, you know, correctly, but all of these designs that are posted are for the most part peer reviewed. They're tested. They go through revision after revision to make sure they function well, that they're safe. The package that we upload has complete instructions, literally a whole shopping list. A lot of times they will accompany with videos of assembly on how to actually assemble the thing. And, you know, people like Control Pew have the complete getting started guide, but there's also countless of YouTube channels that are not, they're not printing guns. They're printing like baby Groots, but you can learn how to 3D yeah. print on those channels. And all that knowledge translates over to printing guns, too. It's all the same. If you know how to work a wrench on a car, you know how to work a wrench on you know anything else. It's all the same. Um, all awesome. the resources are there. And one of my favorite parts about <laughs> this community... If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And one of my favorite parts about this community is that since it is so open, since it is you know democratization of small arms, it's everyone for the most part is perfectly fine answering questions right so you can approach just about anybody and say hey you know this isn't you know my, my glock's failing to eject right would you have any tips or you know my my printer i need to calibrate this do you have any idea and for the most part i can just about bet just about everyone will give you if they don't know an answer they'll point you in the right direction because it's all about enabling everyone to print guns and that's yeah. that's really why we do it shit yeah that knowledge is out there if, if you learn if you look I love that man. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> if you or if print you it, give them access they will bang. to build. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so, so I got to get oh, back oh, to your. Tw- oh, sorry, <laughs> that's literally what I was gonna say. Oh really? Yeah, I was gonna be like, I want to know why you got banned from Twitter. Yeah, so this happened like out of nowhere. You you were back on Twitter. You gained a a, a huge following very quickly, and then Twitter was like, nope. What uh? Can we know what you and posted? Is, and this is Elon's safe space now. You know, this is this is the yeah. This is oh, supposed he, to be He's a free the, speech the warrior. The, yeah. He's a free speech warrior. He's a free speech absolutist. So first of all, it wasn't necessarily out of nowhere because that's my fifth Twitter account. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, out of the but, blue, didn't see it coming. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. Basically what had happened was, you know, going back to my, my profile picture on my shirt, what, what people would like to do is I'm sure a lot of us have seen this. People will say, Oh yeah, pronouns in your bio. I'm going to disregard everything that you say. These people, for instance, I had a whole brigade of Nazis descend into my mentions one day. And one of them had taken a picture of, or posted my profile picture as if trying to dunk on me. And I had made a tweet and I had said, um, they always try to dunk on me as if my profile picture doesn't go hard as fuck. And that yeah. tweet, I raged at him so hard. I got 130,000 likes on that tweet. Slapped, I gained love that tweet. 4,000 followers overnight. Overnight after being on Twitter back for Damn. A, 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 a month, basically. I gained 4,000 followers overnight. And then I had a horde of liberals to send to my mentions at the same time as Nazis. Like literal 
people with Zig Heil in their in their profile picture, pictures of Hitler as their profile picture. And I believe they all mass reported all of my tweets. And because I think Twitter got so overwhelmed with all the reports coming in for my tweets specifically, they just shit can me. They said, get out of here. You're, you're done. I've appealed it 10 times. They're not going to let that back on. And I've made so many accounts at this point too. Like it's not, it's Twitter is just a right wing space. Now there's just no other way around it. It, it is what it is. Right. When it's run by a right-wing person, it's just going to be a right-wing shithole. So I think so... my time on Twitter is done. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, man, because you, yeah. uh, you were definitely fun to follow and, and posted some some hard-as-fuck shit. Well, I am on Instagram for everyone yes, that's, that's so asking. I'm so glad you're on Instagram. So. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think my time on Twitter has come to a close, which I've been on Twitter since 2009 at this point. I mean, it's I've had, it, it's done. Um but I, I, I did enjoy it, and it is sad to see it go. Um, but that's just the way the world is. We are descending further into where right-wing talking points where Nazis can have a safe space now. And that's why I'm so vocally adamant on you know people that are traditionally marginalized on considering arming yourselves, right? Because, that, for instance, I can't even exist on Twitter without having literal national socialists descending into my mentions every day. And you know, like I'm, I'm all for free speech, and I, and I think there needs to be a place for people to express different ideas. But what kind of environment is it where you have somebody saying something? I would say pretty non, non controversial, like what you said. You just said this guy's trying to dunk on me, and you know it goes hard as fuck or whatever. And that just the slew of shit that that churned up is what inevitably got you blocked when you have the people that are reporting you that yeah. literally have Hitler in their profile picture. Yeah. Cause I've seen some yeah, of these people. I've me. seen people that are like overt white nationalist in their, in their bio. And you know, I don't yeah, think you be should like, ban. Yeah, they'll, they'll be like, we manually reviewed your account. Uh, and yeah, we're going to keep it banned. Also, we manually reviewed the fucking Nazi lover account and I don't, they don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, I mean that that's exactly what happened to yeah. me, you know. I we don't have to specifically dwell on that one, but basically like I had a, a Nazi come into my mentions. He had posted a picture of a bloated dead body in my mentions and he said you're next easy. And Twitter just made him delete that tweet and he's was still posting after Jesus. I got suspended. So I mean like yeah. it's crystal clear that I am not welcome there anymore. So, yeah. you know, I I've considered making a new one. Who knows, maybe I will down the road, but for right now, I think I think my time on Twitter is done. Maybe a Tumblr in your future. A Tumblr? <laughs> Tumblr. Tumblr. I think, I think the, the teenage uh, Zoomers are not going to like the democratization of small arms. Probably not. <laughs> you never know. Try, Instagram already hates it, but I mean, I'm still there. I'm, you can't get rid of me. I'm like herpes, the gift that keeps on giving. So. Except people want it. People want your your gift that keeps on giving, which is the gift of welcoming uh, open arms into the three D printing community. Absolutely, and you not know, even, herpes at all. Even if you don't want to print guns and stuff, three D printers are fantastic. I mean, I am I've been printing. You know, not even just guns. I print all kinds of stuff, but mostly guns. But um, I've been printing for all, three years at this point, and. Even still to this day, I just stare at my 3D printer because it is amazing. I mean, I'm literally producing things that I've designed myself, and they're just coming into fruition out of thin air. Um, 
Like for instance, I've designed something that keeps my door about three inches open so my cat can walk in and out. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I just I printed like a sunglass holder for my, my truck. Even if you're not necessarily sold on the idea of printing guns, you should definitely see what's going on in the 3D printing world because it is crazy what you can produce with a $25 spool of filament. Dude, my cousin, yeah. when I first moved into my house, printed me out three DeWalt drill battery holders that yeah. that that screw into the wall, and I can just click my batteries in there. And I was like, man, this is cool as hell. Like, I don't... It was the last thing on my mind as far as, like, I literally hadn't even moved into the house yet, but I was like, this is cool as fuck. Like, I... I need to get a 3D printer, and I never did. You do, but I but I still want to. What do you, you think is the like? Yeah, I know you just mentioned a couple things, but like, what's what's something that's really neat that you 3D printed non gun related that you you think is super useful? Non gun related. Um. Well, one of the things that I use literally every day that is 3D printed is I designed, and maybe I'll upload it since it's, we're talking about it in this podcast, so other people can print it if they want to. I designed a basket that hangs over my headboard on my bed. So where I can set my phone in there and other, you know, trinkets, whatever I decide, for instance, I can keep extra nine millimeter bullets in there if I want. Um, that's a <laughs> joke, but I, I use that little basket every day that I 3d printed. Um, I've seen people 3d print like doorknobs for their screen doors. Um, I, I mean, it's just, I'm, I'm yeah, looking around my nuts. office. It's just immeasurable. Like for instance, um, I've 3d printed these brackets to hold, you know, my table together, make it sturdier. I, I've 3D printed ammo boxes before. Uh, I, I've 3D printed all kinds of stuff. Um, that is so cool, man. It is much more than a baby Groot machine. Uh, it, it, it's, <laughs> it can do a lot more than, than printing tr- trinkets. It can print stuff that's actually, like, useful for your life. That is so cool. I think you just sold me on the idea. I'm definitely going to, I think I'm probably going to figure out that wholesale thing with, Control Pew or, or yeah. a better way to is going to start selling 3D printers. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't even know the logistics involved in that. That would be wild. Although, I, listen, if it gets people more connected with this stuff, that would be super cool. Just drop ship, bro. Yeah, that there would be great. Hey, everybody. This is Jordan from the show that you're currently listening to. You might be asking yourself, why is he stopping the show right now? It's about to get to the good part, even though this entire episode has been good parts. Well, I'm here to tell you that if you're thinking, how could you possibly support us in our venture to continue the A Better Way to a podcast and take it to the stars? Well, our Patreon is exactly how you can do that. Did you know? Well, if you didn't, I'm going to tell you that when you subscribe to our Patreon and become an official patron of the show, you get things like discount codes, exclusive merchandise, and content that you won't hear anywhere else. Not to mention, it just tickles us pink that you love the show. If this sounds like something you're interested in, which I'm sure it is because you're awesome, you can find us at patreon.com slash a better way to a or go to our Instagram and it's in the link in our bio. Anyway, this is the end of the solicitation. We hope you enjoy the rest of the show. That would be great for sure. I got, a, I got an Ender 3, but I still haven't set it up because um, I was going to do it at the office, but then I haven't been back to the office since I was born, so... Yeah, the Ender 3 is like the foundational entry-level printer. There is not one bell or whistle on the Ender 3. And in a lot of respects, it is kind of, it's it's a lot like learning how to drive with a stick shift Toyota Corolla from 1988, right? I mean, you might have air conditioning, but that's about it, basically in terms of bells and whistles. <laughs> yeah. um, 
it, while you certainly can use it, um, I've been suggesting a lot of people, if you have the budget, to get into something like uh, the Ender 3 S1, which is a much better printer. It's got a lot better bells and whistles to it. It's not going to take nearly as much tinkering to get it working correctly and tuning. Um, or the Ender 3 V2, if you're not quite to the budget of the S1, it has more upgrades over the Ender 3. Um, or if you just want to do the Ender 3 and you like to tinker, then the Ender 3 is for you. You can go balls to the wall with it. It's crazy what you can do with the Ender 3s now. Awesome. We'll put links to those in the, uh, into the show notes so people can check them out. Um, do you have any places like where people should be buying that stuff or are you just find sending people to Amazon or wherever to? Well, I don't have any like interest? affiliate links or anything like that. Um, if there is a micro center near you, uh, this is a, a pro gamer tip for all you listening. Uh, micro center will do deals on the Ender 3 Pro, which again, still kind of bare bones, but it does have a couple of upgrades where they will sell off like a lot of times they'll sell the Ender 3 Pro for $100 for new people. It's only an in-store deal. Like you have to go in there to get it. Uh, it's only for like first time customers, but that means you can buy the Ender 3 Pro and a spool of filament and be out the door for less than $150. Um, so definitely if there's a micro center near you, that's the spot to go. Is micro center like a storefront for 3d printing? Uh, it is a storefront for every autist with a special interest in tech. <laughs> do, you, do you know, um, what is his name? Linus tech tips. I don't know him personally, but I no, do know. No, no, no. I mean, do you know of him? <laughs> yes. I'm talking yes, about Jordan. It, yeah. So, so he, uh, Jordan, that guy got his start doing videos for Micro Center. So they're like an oh. OG fucking, if I'm not mistaken, but they're like an OG, like, um, like, like tech electronics computer store. They have all kinds of stuff. They have a lot of 3D printers, a lot of remote control cars anything a lot a lot of like computer parts there it's like a hobby shop that is also like, like anything that best buy doesn't right. stock well they got that's what i was gonna say is imagine if best buy was was homeschooled <laughs> that's my <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah that's literally uh, that's like cool. they have like raspberry pies there um drones a lot of drone stuff a lot of computer parts they have like transistors and you know, it's literally a nerd's oh, so paradise. Like actual, like like r what Radio Shack yeah. used to be, except way better. It's like Sick. the size of like a Best Buy. What? Okay. Oh, we we don't have one of these around me because I would know about it if that was the case. But I will. Uh, I'm gonna look to see where those are. Now, in terms awesome. of 3D printing, you know, in general, we were talking about where should we buy stuff. Um, if we're looking into printing guns, I always suggest we buy filament that is from like a known reputable company. Um, I love the company Polymaker. They, I am an affiliate for Polymaker, and I will provide Jordan with the link to that in case anyone wants to support my endeavors. I do get a, like Absolutely. maybe a dollar if you buy filament from there, um, from my link. But basically, they are very outspoken like supporters of what we do. They can't come right out and say they support 3D printed guns, but they do. Um, they also produce filament that is very consistent. And they have a lot of amazing colors. If you look at my Instagram, um, all the guns that you see printed there are printed for the most part with Polymaker filament. And you can see all the crazy colors and things that, that I have there. Um, another company called eSun makes filament as well. That's very good. But Polymaker is my one true love. Sick. I think this is the most links we've ever had in show notes before. But I, I want to make sure to get all this stuff because it's 
Well, you I don't know, have I like an OnlyFans, but I can make one for you if you want to put Listen, one. Listen, there. If if you make it, somebody will subscribe. Not I saying think, me, but I, I've but honestly I'm, you know, been thinking about me. selling uh, feet pics on OnlyFans, um, and I'm not even I'm not even joking about that. I don't think there's a market for bearded white dudes like us to sell feet pics, but if you find you that would market, think. please let me know. Yeah. <laughs> I w- no, I will. I, if if I if I make it rich, I'm going to bring you guys with me. Fantastic. Listen, a rising tide <laughs> floats all ships. That's right. I wish I there was a there was a market for me constantly adjusting the tips of my mustache because I feel like I do that all day. Do you wax do you, do you use mustache wax? No, I don't have the uh oh there you go. I used to do that. I used there to you go. I used to use wax and and I wouldn't do I wouldn't always curl it, but I would do like a little sweep and a straight like that's what I do. Like it, it just goes, it just goes out. It kind of actually natural. I don't use mustache wax because I don't have the patience or the time to get it in the morning because I procrastinate until I have to leave. It's not just um, the morning, but you gotta wax it all day. Yeah, you gotta, I can like, wax you gotta, anything like, all day. Take a break and and like like you dip. Your no, dude, in. you have any idea like how pompous and how hipster that shit would make me? Like people already call me a hipster at work. They don't uh, well, even I, walk I into do the bathroom. I did it, and I was. It's yeah. not 2012 sure. anymore. We're not twirling our mustaches. <laughs> my I mean, mustache twirls naturally it's in my jeans i just don't have the energy for it but much respect to anybody who still does yeah we have a guy for at sure. work who does that with his mustache i know we're getting off topic now but he does it with his mustache <laughs> once a year for uh november and he's got a phenomenal mustache and i keep trying to tell him bro you got to keep that thing year round come to the dark side it's fucking great and he's like my wife doesn't like it i'm like well you, get yourself a new wife well, I'm gonna find a, I'm gonna find a picture real quick. You get, go about your business. I asked my wife, "Hey, honey, would you like me to get rid of the mustache?" And she went, "It's part of you now. I don't want you to do anything that takes away part of you." And I That's went, "That's very sweet." Where the fuck did I find you? Like that is, <laughs> I've never heard sweet. anybody say that about their husband's grimy ass mustache before. <laughs> yeah, that's very sweet. Yeah, I'll, I'll let her know you said that. I was. Uh, <laughs> I was sitting with her when you messaged me on Instagram, and I was like, oh, man, we got this guy coming on today. And she always asks. She's so cute. She always asks me, like, oh, what's he do? Like, she because she's supportive and, and doesn't follow any of this stuff, but, like, yeah. wants me to know that she cares. And I was like, oh, he's, like, really big into 3D printing. He's a super cool guy. We've been following and talking to each other for a while. Super pumped to have him on. And then I showed her the picture that you sent me of <laughs> you giving the thumbs up. <laughs> she's like, how could you say no to that face? <laughs> For those yes. who don't see this, that is a but, selfie uh, that no one else will see because I am mostly anonymous. Um, okay, yeah, but I won't Jordan, use that. Jordan got to see a very ugly selfie that I took, like it a baby, beautiful. like a boomer, like a boomer. So from the chin, it was a boomer down at my phone. Yes, with my thumb. It was like the I showed you my penis. Please respond. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. he didn't. It was just his face. Um, no, it was great. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I've, I realized I've never seen your face before. But that's yes. uh. <laughs> yeah, your your uh, your your Instagram profile picture is like the perfect example of what I wanted this to start out as, like as a better way to a. I didn't want to yeah. show any identifying features, and now I'm uh, now I'm asking Andrew. I'm we're in a like a text thing outside of here. Um, next week, my wife's going away to Romania for the week, and it's just going to be myself and my daughter for like eight days. And I wanted to write a um, like a like just a message saying like, hey. Orders are going to be delayed a little bit, you know, because I'm having like a daddy daughter date week, date week kind of thing. Like we're 
hanging out for the week and I was just gonna show a picture of us like hanging out but like do black bars in front of our eyes because she's super cute and I want to share her but I also don't want like fucking weirdos out there seeing a picture of my daughter kind of thing you know well with like with me I you know going back to you know having like a horde of Nazis you know descended into your mentions I've actually been had two swatting attempts done at me um, really so that and that this is actually before I even got into printing guns uh, this is um, I was believe it or not I was shit posting which I don't know if you would expect that of me or not um, but I was shit posting in like a community Facebook group of like my hometown and they all were like I had to it was bad it escalated turned into a dumpster fire uh, the mayor got involved you know the FBI the got mayor involved. you trolled your mayor no he called me actually and he goes you really rattled the hillbilly hornet nest is basically what the mayor told me. Because <laughs> oh the mayor God. was like a millennial, <laughs> so like he understood. Nest. That's exactly what he said. And like someone had messaged the F or emailed the FBI and basically said we were holding someone hostage or something like that. They were literally trying to swat us. So and I also don't want uh any attention like on like my livelihood. So uh that's why I'm yeah, not anonymous online. Yeah. I don't blame you at all. Anonymous. Yeah, yeah. But after Jordan the, uh, got to see my selfie though, so <laughs> I'm so glad. Well, I feel, and we, I feel special. We talked, we talked about this with PSR too, where it's like, you know, um, I totally understand why you would want to be like, I'm taking a stand. Here's my name. Here's my face. I believe in this, but I also really understand why you might be like, I don't want to get fucking death threats all day at my house. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's such a contentious thing where, you know, it's, yeah. it's not just like one group of people that oppose you when you're 3d printing guns and talking about trans rights, there's a whole fucking cornucopia of people that would like you to die. Uh, literally, you know, if they, literally. if they don't want to kill you, they at least will say, wouldn't it be easier if this guy just died? Yeah. yeah. Here's I his had, information. I had a horde of, like I said, Nazis in my mentions at the same time in congruent tweets of a horde of blue wave resistors in my mentions, all of which were very mad at me for existing. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think it's an accomplishment to me. Um, I think that's but. great. Like that's, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, I don't know. I don't know what meme that reminds me of, but it, like the Spider-Man pointing it's at like each the, other. The kind hands, of thing, like, the hands shaking. Yes. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. In in the middle hating it just says, easy hating easy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to be the uh I'm I'm saying that right now. That's gonna be the album art for this this episode. I love it. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was I, I don't blame you at all, man. That was um you know, when, when admin results got uh got doxxed, that was like a big and that was, and to be fair, that was like a light docs because that was public information yeah. that somebody like searched for. Yeah, uh, but right. you know, there's a lot of people out there who can wish harm on somebody who are just lazy, too lazy to do no, that for work sure. themselves. For sure, I that I, was I'm like a big thing. It's like, it's like an extra thing when someone like digs into like like hopefully private information and then yeah. and susses out your your private life. Yeah, that was a that was like a. Uh, I wouldn't say a turning point because I, I kind of made efforts to separate my personal life from my business before that. But I was like, listen, if there are people, you know, nuts enough to do this kind of stuff out there for like a right, I don't know what you want to call them. I don't know it was politics, but I would assume right, right leaning. Uh, trad Christian. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. Um then I'm sure there are people uh you know who th- the same people who conflate us with like pedophiles and you know like pedophile supporters and all, oh, yeah. I don't know, all that oh, weird yeah. shit. Yeah. We are um there's a video that I saw. I thought I saw it last year, but apparently it came out either the same people or it's different people doing doing the same thing, which is even more frightening. Um two guys in a car saying that uh they're going around the targets to like threaten managers and workers who work there uh, until they get rid of their pride stuff and you know i'm i have a post coming out tomorrow about it essentially saying like there these people are unreasonable there are we like i'm huge on trying to reach people through conversation and empathy but there is a degree of kind of like um zealotry that you are not going to reach a person through talking to them because they have they have lost the ability like the malleable part of their brain that is open to accepting new ideas is gone we and do not live in the same collective reality as them I mean, no simply put we, we we live in fundamentally different worlds right absolutely like, if you believe that me easy prince i am harvesting baby's blood to drink the adrenochrome right then there's nothing i can say to you that's going to convince you otherwise right yeah. so i mean yeah there's only so much you can do Right, but. but like I keep I keep seeing this thing on um on tw- on Twitter, which like I'm still kind of on the fence. Uh, you know, like I I joined I recently joined Twitter, um, you know, for the clout. Uh, My condolences. It, yeah, right. And I, I'm like every day there's something where like I'm like, man, I wish I hadn't done this. Um, but I I saw it most recently on one of Inrange TV's tweets, but I see it all over the the non traditional gun Twitter sphere. Uh, some right winger just like, uh, you know, non sequitur posted this picture of um, presumably a trans man who's had a, uh, you know, a skin graft from his from his le- from his leg to create. Yeah, they a love seamless. posting that. They love. And posting they're like, that. they're like, do you support th- doing this to children? You know, Come never on. mind that the picture is of a grown man. Never mind that they're sharing this picture of this naked dude for, you know, <laughs> against you know, his wishes. And if it was a kid that they were talking All about, they'd be posting lines. a naked kid. I'm like, there's like so many problems with this, but, but they post this picture and they're like, you support doing this to children. It's like, I don't think anybody does, right. you know? And yeah. I don't, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not going to say that like, no one has ever been like, you know, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to put my kid through surgery, but I, I don't know those people. And, and I don't like, I would say most people don't. Yeah. And I don't, I, I just don't see it as like a, I don't see people actually arguing with those people about that thing. And yet they're constantly, they are arguing like with who I don't know. Yeah. You well, know, because they're, they're constantly fed the information. Point. It's, yeah. it's, you know, you ask these people who are fight you about it and you're like, yeah. no, I you know probably not. I would probably just let them cross dress and change their name and maybe do puberty blockers. And then when they're old enough to make the decision. You know, but but you know they they still feel like they're out there like in the trenches like fighting the the culture war. Well, you ask any of these people how many trans people they've spoken to about this, and very rarely yeah. will you ever get an honest answer that they've spoken to any. You know, and, it, especially in good faith. Yeah, and what blows my mind too is it's these same people that will say that they are Second Amendment absolutists, right? But then they will turn around and say trans people shouldn't arm themselves because they've seen some. Or trans people shouldn't be allowed to own guns because they've seen that one meme that we've all seen 
where it has the the four people who were quote unquote trans that two of them are almost certainly not um but they'll say well do you see the pattern here trans people are mentally ill they shouldn't be able to allowed to own guns it's illegal and you know to bring it you know whole full circle right again that's another excellent reason to get into diy or at least look into it right because they actively hate you i mean for lack of a better word they they hate list they hate that you exist right so i mean i don't need to tell you know people that but you know that's a lot of that's a lot of the reason why I do what I do is just so that not only anyone can arm themselves, but they can do it in a way that is private. Because the decision to arm yourself ultimately is your decision. It's it's totally private, and it shouldn't be up to the government to decide who can and can't do it. Because we see stuff like this culture war bullshit, where they're literally making laws around you know bathrooms, for instance, or you know, drag race events. It's nanny government bullshit. And the decision to arm yourself is not something that, you know, a politician a thousand miles away should have any say about what we're doing here. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, man. Uh, it is, it it is a, I, yeah, I, I find a lot of these weird, like, parallels that, that people are, hypocrites are so blind to. You know, you've got, these people who are up in arms, which, you know, like I'm a, I'm all for bodily autonomy and, and, you know, because I support a woman's right to choose and you have these people that are, that are pro-life, but were anti-vaxxers because they claimed that it was under bodily autonomy. And I understand there's a fundamental difference between the two arguments because one, one person, you know, without getting too in the weeds here, the abortion debate is, is just like, the green, the grass is green from one side, and the other side saying no, the sky is blue. It's two completely different things that they're not they're right. not talking about. But um, you know, bodily autonomy. They, they, these people just spent the last couple of years arguing that the government should have no say in in what you do as a person on an individual level. Yet they are going out of their way to restrict the individual rights of people just because they fundamentally misunderstand them and refuse to try to understand them. So Absolutely. it is, I think this is, this is the, you know, just like, just like COVID was with, with all of the reasons people had to, to uh, become first time gun owners in, in massive numbers. Um, I think this is a perfect example of why it is so important to arm yourself, become educated and, and proficient in that firearm. And, uh, essentially just you know take your take your safety into your own hands and and you can't rely on other people to do it for you and 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 this is the perfect you have people that are threatening to go into target while you shop for your kid's bathing suit and assault you like that's absolutely wild because they can't stand a rainbow they look at a rainbow and get mad right yeah i saw i saw a post that was like um it god what was it? it was like breaking target has lost billions in revenue uh since they introduced transgender clothing which like two things uh one target does not have billions in revenue uh two (laughs) they don't have it in the first place to lose it two um what is transgender clothing what does that fucking mean there was one that they were saying they made trans bathing suits that were able to that were more appropriate tuck for tucking friendly yeah tuck friendly tuck friendly but, but that's what just they didn't, practical dude well what they didn't talk about is like the without going i'm i'm not a not a savant in in children's bathing garments 
but there's like a pad there that is uh ostensibly to like you know not show silhouettes of your genitals um that is in women's bathing suits regardless of whether it's a a trans woman or a cis woman right. wearing them and that's right. what they were getting all bent out of shape about was like clearly these people have never seen a a, a woman's uh bathing suit before and those bathing suits were not made for kids. They were made for adults, but they explicitly said they're marketing them to kids. Right? Yeah, and that's a huge distinction. That's a Absolutely. lie that they tell all the time about it. It's yeah. silly. This whole Which, thing is silly. Which, by the way, anti-gunners it's... say the same fucking thing about guns. So Yeah. In keeping with, you know, talking about bodily autonomy and whatnot, you know, I um, one thing that I think is a really excellent intersection with democratization of small arms and, you know, manufacturing, you know, things at home. I've been following a, um, a collective called Four Thieves Vinegar Collective very closely. I've talked to them a little bit. They are all about the democratization, basically, of DIY healthcare. Um, if you look at my Odyssey page, you'll see I've posted, reposted one of their videos about how you can source and properly dose, you know, mifepristone and, and induce an abortion at home. Oh yeah, um, safely and effectively. Whoa. They do uh, DIY um, epinephrine pens, like uh, for like bee stings, you know, adrenaline pens, and that's made with three D printed parts as well. So you three D printing the shell basically so that you can produce one for like, I think it's sixty dollars. Um, they're doing DIY hormone replacement therapy as well. I'm really hoping to work with them in the future. Uh, I, I've been talking to him. We haven't been able to make it work yet. I'm hoping to, to get involved with their collective soon. Um, cause you know, at the end of the day is going back to what Jordan said, you know, you cannot rely on other people to protect you. You know, we've seen this with COVID, right? What happened when COVID started? They left us out to dry literally. I mean, we got basically no material, you know, assistance other than stay at home for two weeks. Right. And here's a yeah. $600 stimulus check, but like our employers did not do jack shit to save us. And, you know, we all know cops only show up you know, once the events happened or, you know, they, they can't stop crime. And, you know, especially as we're seeing, you know, hormone replacement therapy become illegal, just straight up illegal for a lot of people. Um, I think people are going to get a lot more into DIY and that's, that's what I'm here for. That's, that's basically the crux of my whole social media presence is showing people that this stuff is not only, this knowledge is not only out there, but it's effective and it's helpful to a lot of people. You know, I, I I have to acknowledge my my initial reaction when you said DIY healthcare was, oh my god, this is going to go horribly wrong, and then I realized that you know in thinking that, that's exactly what people were saying when they made the first three D printed gun. I forget what it was called. Uh, the Liberator. The Liberator. Yes. Like Cody, Cody Wilson. Wilson. Yes. And it had yeah, it had its issues because it was entirely made made out of. Uh, it was a proof plastic, of concept. Is what it was. Yeah. But now you look at how far we've come in 3D printing and 3D printing firearms. And, you know, never in a million years would these people who saw the Liberator and condemned it to be like, oh, 3D printing firearms is, is going to be dangerous. It's going to be impractical. And it's it's something that's never going to catch on. Never in a million years would they be <laughs> imagining that people would be would be fighting a revolution with 3D printed guns. Yeah. and. I right. really hope healthcare. I mean, that would that's something I've never even considered to be honest. But I, that would be absolutely phenomenal just from like a um like a decentralization standpoint of 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 
just resources, being able to go online and say, okay, I need hormone blockers uh, or hormone replacement therapy. Um, This is how I can source the materials and get it for myself. That's absolutely wild. Yeah, there is... There is all those resources are posted online, DIY HRT. I don't remember the site off the top of my head, but that information is out there. Uh, if you are someone that is looking into HRT and you might not be able to source it, you know, from, you know, a medical provider, right? That information is out there. Um, but, you know, absolutely. These, you know, when the Liberator came out, it it was groundbreaking, it, but it was a 22 long rifle pistol that, you know, exploded half of the time. The barrel would pop off. Um, by the way, the gun grabbers, you know, the gun control groups, they love to post the liberator still, even though it's 10 years old. Yeah. At this that's point, the only right? 3d printed gun. They ever love made. to do it. And a lot of times they won't even print it correctly. So it was doomed to fail from, from the get go. Um, but now, you know, a decade has gone by and I am carrying for my everyday carry gun. I'm carrying a Glock 19 X that I've 3d printed that has a better ergonomic grip than any Glock I've ever held ever. Uh, this Glock is, is I'm holding it right now for the viewers that are listening that Jordan and Andrew can see. Uh, it's printed in metallic gold and black. I have a light on there. I have a red dot really on there. Looking. I have 24 rounds of nine millimeter in here. I've already ran probably 500 rounds through it. And there's not a single sign of wear on there at all. Um, we have 3D printed AK-47s now, uh, 3D printed AR-15s, 3D printed Glocks. I mean, you you name it. The, the they're Not only that, we're seeing 3D printed rocket launchers. Are starting to yeah. to come to fruition, um, dude. I love that. This, I love that this guy so much. stuff is still a lot at the 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 cutting edge. You know that is Wild Arms uh, research and development. He's another excellent yeah. follow on Instagram. Um, but a lot, a lot of respects, sick. we're still at the bleeding edge. Still, um, Fourth Use Vinegar Collective is very much at the cutting edge of that. But they are you know rapidly trying to expand and and post that knowledge for everyone. And I love it. Yeah, I'm here for about, it, man. I'm all here. We're for all it. here for it. I think, yeah, that's uh, man. I, you know, it, it's I get super doomer when I start thinking about the future a little bit, especially now having a daughter, because I'm like, man, what kind of world is she gonna grow up in? But then I think about stuff like this, and it gives me hope that like even if the system quote unquote fails, that there will be hopefully by that time other means to acquire resources and goods and you know like community yeah, and yeah. things like that and you know aside from like an emp going up and us losing the internet or some dumb shit like that that you know the world will hit the world is unprepared for anyway um don't get me going down that rabbit hole i i think you know on a on a micro level uh you know the people who who i care about it makes me think like okay i think we'll be all right yeah you know, yeah with it. it's the metronome Yes. Uh, a better world is possible. We're so fucked, right? Absolutely. Dude, every day. Every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wake up, made... I'm going, oh, fuck, we're so fucked. And then by the time I go to bed, I'm like, man, my daughter's so cute. This world is yeah. great. I just We may descend into barbarism. We may descend into barbarism, yeah. but you know what? We will have a Glock that's also a bog. Hell, yeah. yes. That the world can unite around. <laughs> I just try to remember that, like, you know, my grandpa could not have conceived of like what the world today would look like. You see what they, when they tried to look forward into the future, they saw, they saw flying cars, flying cars, you know, on all this stuff that, you know, compared to the reality of where we are is actually pretty tame. 
you know, it's literally their conception of the future was what they were doing at the time, but like up in the sky somehow, you know, and and I think that where we are now is so much wilder and cooler than that. And, and, and you know, if I if I told my grandpa about 3D printing guns, he would, you know, he wouldn't believe me. And so I just try to remember that we don't know what the world is going to look like for our grandkids. Um, and there's going to be hardships that we couldn't have imagined, but there's also going to be new opportunities that we couldn't have conceived of. Um, and and, I, and that, that gives me a lot of hope. I love that. Fantastic. I couldn't have I said wish it we could all myself. high five. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. I said I couldn't have said it better myself. And you know, the kind of going back to what he was saying, you know, the first cavemen, you know, quote, Lord of War were found with uh sticks in their rib cages because they were fighting. So, you know, everyone's always going to want a gun. I mean it's just simply put, it's always gonna want there. And I think it's it's my duty to make sure that that is out there for everybody. No, anyone can decide yeah. to do it and and seize the means of production and make their own Glock at home, regardless of where they live. If they choose to do it, then the resources are out there for them to download the package and get to work. Hell yeah. We're all tool users, man. <laughs> Some of us are tools. Some of us are tools. Some of us are tools. <laughs> Sometimes you're the tool. Some days you're the tool user. Some days you print the glong, some days the glong prints you. Hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, easy. I, uh, Andrew, unless you have uh, anything that we, we failed to touch on, I think we've, we've, no, I'm just that. having fun hanging out, man. Dude, I, so this is sometimes <laughs> like, so our like number one rule is like, because we've had, we've had episodes where we don't talk guns or we talk guns minimally. Yeah. Our number one rule is to have people on that we enjoy and have fun with. And sometimes oh, yeah. I'm honored. Well, so are we for you coming on, man. We really appreciate it. We're happy to have you on. Sometimes we forget though that like our we're here recording our podcast and and the other person is a guest and like we have to let them go do the rest of their life eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to stay conscious of like okay, uh this this guy's probably got some really cool things to do and uh you know, cut them loose at a reasonable time, but then We'll start going. That's why we don't stop these tangents always, because sometimes we just end up on these tangents where it's it ends up being just as interesting as the subject matter. Um, but otherwise, <laughs> um, <laughs> we uh, we 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 ran through our list of of topics that Andrew put together this morning, and then some. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm super, super pumped that you came on, and I think this was a really, like, productive episode. And I think so, too. This is the first podcast we've ever done, actually. Really? Um, I recorded an episode with Yellow Apparel Tactical that got lost to the, the abyss of the internet. Oh, um, that oh, makes me wonder, because he sad. told, one of them told me that they had an episode recorded with someone who they were, they lost due to technical difficulties and were super bummed about. It was a great episode, too. Oh, uh, man, yeah. that bums me out. I would love to hear that. It was a great one. I mean, I've been trying to uh, to to get him pinned down so we could redo it again. Um, and we, John Chinaman, if you're listening before, to this right now, I got him. I'm sure him. he is. I got I, him. And, <laughs> and even before like we recorded that, like we had rescheduled it like five or six times, and um, one of his contributors was in Ukraine, of course, like of, all the way obviously. across the world. Yeah, because that's just what you do, right? You just go to Ukraine. So we had 
basically fought tooth and nail to record the podcast. And it was a miracle we got all three of us in the room at the same time or in the Zoom. And yeah, that's lost. But you know what? That's just how oh, life goes, you know. It, yeah, it is that, is, it is. that is. I still no, talk to him all the time. John the Chiman, love you, man. Yeah, he's great. I got to meet him in Brooklyn. It was fantastic. I'm very jealous. <laughs> I was, I, he's a fantastic individual. Gives great hugs. I'm a hugger, and turns out he was too. I think we shook hands first, and then we gave each other a hug, and I was oh, like, yes, I love it. Well, if you guys are ever down in Appalachia, you can come shoot the 3D printed UMP. Wait, we that. were, are you nearby where Woodland Brutality was? Um, I don't, I can't say. We were in, um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Blink twice. <laughs> Blink twice. No, that's, uh, yeah, that that's, yeah, we'll definitely have to link up and, and do something. Yeah, for if, sure. If, uh, if we're Woodland Brutality, in, I, I will say, I, 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 I've never been to a competition like that. I would like to, that's kind of my goal for next year. My goal this year is to yeah. actually start like getting good. Right. Yeah. And stop mag dumping into trash yeah. all the time. Um, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love mag dumping into trash. I mean, it's a favorite pastime of mine. Uh, but I think it's time to uh, start getting good, especially because I have all these beautiful guns. I might as well uh, figure out how to be more efficient with them. For sure. Well, Andrew's that's why coming I come next to you guys. year. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate gonna, it. I'm going to Woodland next year. I'm going to go to desert next year, too. Really? Well, if you're going to yeah. desert, then I'm probably going to have to go to desert too. Yeah, you are going to have to. Because I, I, I went to school in Arizona and, and I missed that place. I need to go out to Arizona. All right. Well, I it's my wife has been slowly coming to the realization right. that more and more my life, more and my vacation days being used for a better way to it. Anyway, try not to offend anyone. <laughs> may or may not sound like Borat. But, um, <laughs> is that, does that mean you're old for quoting Borat still? Borat's I mean, not old. Man, yeah, don't do is. this yeah, to me. Borat's don't do this what? to me. Is it 20 year old movie? Holy Even Bruno is fifth, old. 18 year old movie? Are I you mean, serious? It's old. It's old. <laughs> wow. Borat can buy cigarettes now. Yeah, it, it's it's old. I do want to speak of old wow. things. Um I did I did want to say uh you know when you when we were talking about the Liberator. Um I had a a friend and this must have been like 2009, 2010. Um I had a friend who was a um, you know very skittish um, liberal type, sort of a proto social. He became a social democrat and then sort of a socialist, but but at the time was still kind of like um, was still kind of like a liberal. Um, and he came to me with this this article about the Liberator, which you know, of course I was familiar with because I'm a fucking insane gun person who like reads things, um, <laughs> and. Uh, he's like, this is bullshit, right? Like, this is not something to be scared of. He, he and he knew that I was like a gun person, so he was coming to me with his fear of three D printed guns, and he wanted me to talk him out of being scared. He wanted me to be like, oh no, three D printed guns suck, and they're always gonna suck, and you don't have to worry about anything. And I was like, well, you know, the Liberator kind of sucks right now, but yeah. you know, it's it's a very specific kind of thing that it's meant to do, and. The technology will get better. And I, you know, I just made him more scared. You know, I wasn't like trying to like scare the shit out of him, but I was like, so I, I, was like I was like, give, one day give we it. will 3D print a howitzer. I was like, give it time and yeah. it's, it's going to get better. Um, so, you know, I mean, it, it is, it is a thing. Uh, and I, I just wanted to thank you guys, uh, your whole community for proving me right. Uh, Cause I would have looked pretty Absolutely. stupid if, if it, if it just stopped the liberator. <laughs>
I'm glad that you got to prove your friend stupid. It's funny because he actually, we got in a big fight after a mass shooting um, about, uh, God, I don't, I, mean, I don't even remember exactly what, but, but basically I, I did my spiel about like, you know, Hey, you know, if, if, if you're scared about this thing that has happened and you're interested in, in, like learning about guns, like I'm always here. And then he was like, you know, no, people should not be learning about guns and you're a piece of shit and somebody stole a gun out of your car. So you're one of the bad people. Um, and had a big falling out and I didn't talk to him for like years. And then, uh, and then he came back to me after COVID was like, Oh, I bought a shotgun. There you go. <laughs> you panic buying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man. How that guy's the been on a journey. Turns have tabled. <laughs> that guy's been on a real emotional journey. Yeah, for sure. I lost a lot of friends during Trump's first uh, first run there. I'm hoping his last. But uh, yeah, a lot of people on actually on both ends because I was just relentless for. I mean, you could not not meme Hillary, and then Trump was just memeing himself. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah, uh, I, yeah. I say what lost. you will about Donald Trump. He's hilarious. I wish I used to think so, and I, I just he's, I he's not on purpose hilarious. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh no, I can see. It. Yeah, <laughs> I see that. I used to think the things that he said were entertaining, and then it just got like, it was like it oh, no, daddy, serious. daddy just hit mommy at the dinner table. Like I thought he was yeah. joking. And like oh it shit, it became like, serious when he won. <laughs> yeah, and things started changing. And like, do the, you like guys the, remember? When 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 it became apparent he was going to win, and he started like meeting with like transition teams, there's this like photo of him and um, God, I'm sorry, I'm so time displaced. Who was Obama the right before him? Yeah, thank you. Him and Obama like <laughs> sitting next to each other in the office, and they just both look so fucking tired. <laughs> like Obama's like, I can't believe this has happened, and Trump is just like staring off into space. Trump like, says, I gotta I talk to Obama him. now. Are you kidding me? No, yeah. I, I, it seemed to me he was like, I did not want to do this. Like, I, I thought this was going to be a the fun theory marketing goes. campaign. The, the theory goes that Trump expected to lose, you know, and then he was going to, like, use that as a kickstart, like a TV channel or something, right? Right. That was the theory. And then he won, and he looked totally dejected. Yeah. <laughs> Flew too yeah. close to the sun for that one. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> well... Now we're here. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. The three D printing gun community is thriving. So that's what's that's all that matters. That's, that's all that matters. Yeah, he's bringing it back around. Yeezy, if you had one piece of advice to leave our viewers with viewers, well, our listeners, we don't give the videos away. Our dear friends, our dear friends and compatriots, uh, comrades, whatever you prefer. It doesn't have to be but gun related. Please. What'd you call him? <laughs> butt buddies. <laughs> if it's the kind of buddy that says you got a nice ass, then count me in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Body positivity vibes all day. Um, there you go. What would that be? Doesn't have to be gun related. It could be anything. Or it could really be a question. That's a really good question. So I, uh, I made a post yesterday about the concept of becoming ungovernable. Uh, you, you guys might've seen it, um, but it, it ties in greatly with exactly what we're talking about the, the democratization of small arms, right? But it, it, you know, 3D printing guns is one facet of that. 
my advice, you know, especially given the the climate that we're in right now, where things are, it, it's just like the meme, things, things are going to get worse, right? My advice is to take matters into your own hands. And I, I don't mean, you know, go start an armed revolution. I mean, learn basic DIY skills. Like, for instance, learn how to change the oil in your car. Learn how to grow a tomato plant in your garden, right? Learn how to properly defend yourself. Uh, should the time come because we know the cops are always two hours late if they even show up and we know that they don't always you know capture stuff you know get established within your communities and meet your neighbors right because at the end of the day it's 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 we protect each other and you know when when you are removed from that reliance on the federal government when you're removed from that reliance on going to the store every other day to get groceries right when you're prepared for an emergency, you know, you're the, you don't necessarily need all that oversight of the federal government of, of those laws and things like that. You become more efficient. You become a better person because of it, because you're, you're self-sufficient and you're able to take care of your community better. Um, embrace DIY. You know, I don't want to say my advice is buy a 3d printer, but you know, learn how to thrive essentially and learn how to begin to depend on yourself in some ways, broadly speaking. That's awesome, man. I like that a lot. I thought about it a lot. Thank you. <laughs> I dig that. That, uh, yeah. Self-sufficiency is, is key as in even little things, like you said, you know, doesn't have to be like complete off grid living, but if you know how to, I grow, am not saying well, go walk into the woods and yeah. build a lean to and become a mountain person. But, right? but <laughs> this is the thing I talk a lot about interdependency as opposed to you or, or, or as it relates to independence. And, and I really think the more self-sufficient you are, the better member of a community you'll be. You Absolutely. Know? And, and of course nobody can achieve complete self-sufficiency nor should they, because you, what a fucking miserable existence that is. But, like, the more that you can do for yourself, the more you can do for others, and the more yeah. valuable you become to people that, that, that you're going to ask for help one day. Yeah, you can Absolutely. fill in the blanks that the community is not providing, right? And then those people can then fill in the blanks that you don't know how to do. Like, you know, learn how to change your tire, right? Um, but get a fire extinguisher. Put a fire extinguisher in your house because... If you're carrying a gun every day and you don't have a fire extinguisher in your house, yeah. your risk management skills are way off at that point. Right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, keep a keep a blanket the batteries in your out of your car. Smoke alarm. Yeah, it, exactly right. I mean, it, it it just comes down to I don't want to say prepping, but it comes to just you know learning how to take care better care of yourself. You know, set yourself up for success, and also taking the time to prepare for those things because it all it's all going to help in the end. Agreed. Absolutely. Awesome, man. That fucking slaps, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it slaps hard. Oh, this episode fucks. <laughs> I've said that three times this episode, I'm pretty sure. It I does. It to, fucks. I said that to somebody. I said that to like a boomer. Uh, I, God, it must have you been You said like this episode fucks? Yesterday. No, I said, I said something. I pointed out something. I was like, that fucks. And they were like, what? <laughs> I, I, I said like, that to my mom the other day, and she didn't. she didn't like it. Yeah. I don't think my mom would either. <laughs> my wife was my wife was there and she was like the, the, this person was like I've never heard that before and my wife was like I don't think anybody's heard that before. And I was like I, you guys don't hang out on the internet, obviously. Yeah. 
Right? Yeah, <laughs> gotta say that more. I definitely have to bring that into uh, mainstream yeah, we gotta, vernacular with my friends. Yeah, for sure. My friends, all, I feel like world. my friends know what it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. <laughs> well, okay. on that note, that fucks. That yep. fucks. Easy. Thank you so much for Jordan, coming on. Fill in my Thanks blanks. for having me. I appreciate it. Like I said, this is my my first podcast. We, we had a good time. <laughs> well, hopefully this doesn't get lost in the void, and uh, we can actually have it come out. It'll come out in. Uh, let's see, it'll come out in three weeks from today. Not to date it, yeah. but uh, we do them every two weeks. And this week, Opsec uh, we Jordan, have... you can't let them know when we're when we're recording. What does that have to do with Opsec, Andrew? Because eventually they'll establish the pattern and. We have no pattern of recording, just pattern of release. We have. Well, by then, I will hope to have a couple YouTube videos put up. So the link yeah. that we put to my YouTube channel, I should, yes. in theory, if I get motivated, have a couple new videos up there for you, for all you folks to check out. I just added that real quick to the links. Uh, Rock so on. we that will fucks. link that also. That fucks. <laughs> awesome. Well. Thank you so much, Easy, for coming on. We really appreciate you taking the time. This was a lot of fun, and uh, I will treasure your selfie that you sent to me forever. <laughs> it's 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 a you're part of a privileged group. No, seriously, <laughs> th- thank you guys for having me. I'm I'm, I'm pumped. I, I, I'm really glad I'm fun. Yeah.